Welcome back to another edition of Who Done It? Tax Evasion Edition. I'm Parker. I'm Madison. And I'm Barrett. And this week's focus will be on Richard Hatch. don't know who that is he's the guy from survivor that won a million dollars and didn't pay any taxes on it and on many other occasions he also failed to pay his taxes so back in the year 2000 richard was a contestant on the first season of cbs's survivor known for his role as the villain on the show he came out on top and won the grand prize of one million dollars subsequently richard hired a cpa to assist him in preparing his taxes however he underreported reported his income for the year 2000. This is where his troubles began. In addition to the incorrect tax return, Richard also failed to recognize multiple sources of income. He won the first season of Survivor, but when he tried to play Survivor IRS edition, things did not go his way. (laughs) So unsurprisingly in 2006, Richard Hatch was arrested and charged with multiple counts of tax evasion and filing a false tax return. Initially, Richard was facing up to 47 years in prison for his negligence. However, the judge offered him a plea deal, which he was advised to take, but he didn't. Instead, he decided to roll the dice, just like he did when he won the show. He went to court, and I'll let Barrett take it from here. So, for those of you out there who may not know, the show Survivor is an extremely popular reality television show, and essentially what it is is a bunch of people go out on an island with no supplies, no contact with their family or friends back home, and they basically fight in physical competitions and play a social game to try and advance themselves to the end by making alliances and lying and doing whatever they have to do to make it to the end and win that a million dollar prize. And Richard Hatch sort of won the show by playing the villain and lying to others and forming alliances behind people's backs. Now back to court. Uh, Yeah, so we got the most of our big research from uh, caselawfindings.com, which is like the official report of his sentencing. So he came down to it. He had about 10 counts total of tax evasion or some type of tax fraud, but he got in trouble for some big three ones. Uh, So his first count, he filed faulty returns for the year 2000 where he won the massive amount of a million dollars. He reported that he had negative income and was owed over $4,000 in tax refunds. Um, And he also said that he willfully failed to declare three sources of income, which was the initial million dollars that he won on Survivor. He had over $18,000 in rental property from property he owned in Rhode Island, and he also had $25,000 in charitable donations diverted to his own use, um, which is wild because he's crazy enough to take $25,000 and claim it as charitable contribution. Um, And then, as if that wasn't enough, in 2001, he had a second count of pretty much the same charges where he falsely stated that he had income of $228,000 and he was owed a $43,000 refund where he willfully failed to declare four sources of income, which was over $300,000 that he received as co-host of a radio show. 
along with $9,000 from the same rental property in Newport, Rhode Island, and then $27,000, which is the value of a car that he also won on Survivor, and again, $11,000 in charitable contributions that he diverted to his own use. So the third and fourth through 10th counts are really where it starts to get comical because this guy's just actually not very smart. So his third count was that he had faulty returns for 2001, but he had a supposed S corporation called Tri-Whale Enterprises, where he created to receive his radio show co-host income. And he falsely stated that Tri-Whale's annual income was $320,000 less, which was the personal income that he had from his second charge. So not only did he state that he had fake income that he didn't really have, he made up a fake company and then failed to flow money through this fake company. Um, so there's that for that one, buddy. So his fourth through ninth charges and also his 10th charges, he was eventually acquitted of them. Um, but these are all comical once again. He was alleged for the fourth through ninth to have defrauded over four companies that each contributed a total of $36,500 in charitable contributions, which were all supposed to go to a charity that uh, Hatch founded all on his own called Horizon Bound. Um, so this was violation of mail and wire fraud. Um, and his 10th count was that Hatch defrauded People's Credit Union where he altered a $25,000 donation check to appear as the payee, which was supposed to go to his charitable contribution um, charity. And he changed the check to be made out to himself. And then he went and deposited it into his own account. So he tried to get away with $36,000 and then again with $25,000 um, and tried to run them through as charitable contribution checks, which we know uh, that's not really going to work for him in the end. So basically, even if he had not won the money from Survivor, this guy still would have gotten in trouble for tax evasion at some point. According to Section 7201 of the Internal Revenue Code, any person who willfully attempts in any manner to evade or defeat any tax imposed by this title or the payment thereof shall, in addition to other penalties provided by law, be guilty of a felony and, upon conviction thereof, shall be fined not more than $100,000 or $500,000 in the case of a corporation or imprisoned not more than five years or both together with the cost of prosecution. To be convicted of tax evasion, proof of the crime requires first pr proving the attendant circumstance that an unpaid tax liability exists. Second, the prosecution must prove some affirmative act by the defendant to evade or attempt to evade a tax. Third, prosecutors must show that the defendant possessed the specific intent to evade a known legal duty to pay. To convict, the jury must find the defendant guilty of each of these elements beyond a reasonable doubt. That's according to Cornell Law. Obviously, this guy does not have his morals straight, but there's a lot of stuff in his personal life that's pretty interesting, too. Um, he donated sperm in college, like a lot of it, and it's alleged <laughs> that he might even have as many as 200 kids. Yeah, I mean, this guy, he was money-oriented from the get-go. I mean, he's trying to sell anything he can to get money. And then I think it's funny that at the end, 
he not only had a million dollars from Survivor, plus all of these property incomes that he had, but he then tried to make up a fake charity to then pocket more money, which, I mean, it's sad enough that he's trying to take money away from a charity at all, but this one was supposed to be designed to taking teenagers on wilderness camping trips, and he just said, nope, that's my money, (laughs) y'all. It's almost like he's a villain in the show and in real life. Ah, very true. Yes, this guy even claims that his role as a villain contributed to how he was treated by the IRS. (laughs) But he was a villain even before that, so the IRS didn't really make him a villain. He just decided that all on his own. (laughs) True. His passport actually got taken away from him by the IRS, even though he's not technically a flight risk. They think he'll try to flee the country and avoid paying those taxes that he owes yeah or he'll try and steal all the drinks and stuff off the mini cart his brother's <laughs> gonna steal anything y'all <laughs> he also got his property in sydney nova scotia included in a tax sale in 2013 due to not paying property taxes on it for six years so he's clearly not learning any lessons from all oh, of his trouble well, in this country or in any other country apparently <laughs> yeah. after his trouble with the irs hatch was reported in an article on Forbes saying there was no question about the IRS and the prosecutors. It was a game, win at all costs. Whatever that's supposed to mean, I am not sure, but Hatch has a lesson to learn, that is for sure. So even after he was charged with tax evasion in 2006 and sentenced to 51 months in prison, this guy still failed to amend his tax returns and ended up serving another nine months for violation of his probation. Clearly, he did not learn much from his trouble with the IRS. No, apparently not. (laughs) Sadly, seeing celebrities not paying their taxes is something that we see all too often. There's simply no excuse for not paying your taxes or not paying your taxes on time. There are so many professionals and services out there to help anyone with their taxes. It simply does not make sense. All you have to do is do your part as a U.S. citizen, pay your taxes, pay them on time, and avoid that risk of a potential fine or even jail time. It just doesn't make sense not to do it. If you need to file an extension, then do that, but pay your taxes on time and get a reliable accountant to help you if you need help. All right, so we have some trivia for you listeners out there. So we're going to have a couple of questions and call into the number one five five five, who done it, and claim your prize if you get our questions right. So our first question for this week's episode is, how long was Richard's sentence? The first sentence. Number two is, how many charges was he acquitted of? And number three, how many kids has he allegedly had? (laughs) Good luck, guys. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Who Done It? Yeah, tune in next week. We're going to be covering Willie Nelson. (laughs) 